The COVID-19 pandemic caused colleges and universities to close their doors and shift to online classes. Although costs remain the same for most colleges, many students are experiencing hardship because of the shutdown. Regardless, many American colleges and universities are actually hiking tuition for the 2020-2021 school year. Well, here to set us straight on this is Cabot Phillips. Mr. Phillips is editor-in-chief at Campus Reform. Cabot, it's good to have you on the program again. Now, I know campuses are eerily vacant right now. I saw some video of my alma mater, the University of Michigan. Nobody on campus. It's hard to imagine not seeing anyone cross the quad or go to the student union. And even Ann Arbor looks like a ghost town. So universities should be reforming or refocusing their efforts at this time. But many are hiking tuition. So what's going on? Yeah, so around the country, universities from everywhere in Texas, Massachusetts, California, down to South Carolina are still raising tuition prices heading into the next fall semester. And this comes at a time when millions of students around the country are saying, well, how am I going to pay for this? You know, financial situations are a lot more tight for a lot of people. There was a new poll recently, one in six rising college freshmen are saying they're reevaluating going to college because they might not be able to afford it. And so you'd think a lot of universities would say, okay, we're just going to at least keep prices where they are now and certainly not raise them. But we've seen dozens of universities saying, well, no, we're still going to be hiking tuition rates. And, and I think the problem here is that universities are not saying, how can we cut costs? How can we find things to cut? They're saying, well, this is what it costs. You guys need to pay this. And I think that that's the wrong move. I think universities should be looking for ways to cut unnecessary spending. We've got bloated administrations where they're paying ridiculous six-figure salaries for administrative bureaucratic positions that have very little to do with education. They could be cutting things like that, cutting courses that aren't actually essential to getting a college degree. Leaner may be the, uh, the new norm uh, in the future. So how has the COVID-19 pandemic and shutdown affected the quality of education the college students are receiving online? Well, it's hard to see so far. In the short term, universities were able to transition relatively seamlessly to online learning programs because of the prevalence of technology, because so many students are already adept at using uh, online learning. They already communicate with their friends that way. So they're used to the online communication platform. So now the, the, the challenge for schools is just getting all the curriculum online. It seems like professors and administrators were able to do that relatively well. And we've actually seen a situation where a lot of college students are now saying, well, wait a second, I'm still going to get my degree. I'm still going to get all my courses. I'm still going to get that piece of paper that says I graduated. The university was able to do all of this online. Why am I paying $60,000 a year in some cases for all of this when I could be doing it online? And so I think that one thing we might see in the coming months and years is a explosion of the number of students that are going online as they look for ways to save money. And Cabot, many students who actually work in order to pay for their tuition and their related college expenses are jobless. Now, they can file unemployment, get an extra $600 per week. Also, as part of the CARES Act, they're supposed to get $6.3 billion in relief from their schools. But what about the colleges and universities themselves? $12.6 billion in COVID-19 relief money is going to them. Still, many are going bankrupt. Is that true? Yeah, it looks like there are some universities that are saying, look, we're losing up to 10% of our budget because we don't have students on campus. And they're trying to say they need more government money. I would think the solution is to make sure that there are ways for them to lower tuition, to cut some of the fat around their budget, and to do what average American families are doing and 
that's cutting their budget down and being more efficient. Universities almost think that they're immune from from these changes, and they don't realize that Americans, millions of American families, are having to find new ways to to save money, to be more frugal, to get by. Universities need to do that as well, and so I don't think they should be off putting these costs on college students. And telling them, and, and I think throwing money at these universities is not the solution either. If you just throw billions of dollars at these universities, they then have no incentive to actually lower tuition costs. They keep those same rates or even raise them in some cases and just kind of put it off on taxpayers to foot the bill. So I don't think that's the solution either. But it is interesting how a lot of students kind of sense a resentment towards their universities at times like this, where they say, well, my university charges me $112 for one textbook. And now when things start going bad financially for them, they look for me and my family to bail them out with taxpayer money. That doesn't seem fair. So I think a lot of students, a lot of American families, uh, they don't really feel too much sympathy towards universities when the schools come out and say that they're in dire financial straits. Okay, Cabot, I guess the times we're in means they'll have to change a bit, especially with more students wanting to go online and learn online. So we appreciate you. Thanks for taking the time to be with us. Cabot Phillips of Campus Reform. God bless you. Thanks, Gary.